Welcome to the Prayer Works Podcast, where our mission is to pray and teach others to pray about relevant topics so that you can live a transformed life. Now, here's your host, Executive Director of the Prayer Institute, Nicole Bird. Hey everyone, Nicole Bird here. Welcome to the Prayer Works Podcast, where we're on a mission to pray and teach others to pray about relevant topics to help you live a transformed life. Listen, today is episode 123, and I'm excited to have on the show with me my two amazing kingdom partners, Veronica Patterson with Orisco Group. Y'all, let's give her a hand clap of praise. That's what we would say in church, right? Let's give her a hand clap of praise. Woo! <laughs> And then we have Joseph Earl of the In the Beginning Creative Group with us as well. My kingdom partner, Joe, Joe, let's go, go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Veronica is on the show to bring to the show happenings from a young professional point of view and vibe. And Joseph is here to help bring insight to all things culture and hot topics. And y'all know me. I'm just going to try to see where the word resides. Where the word resides. Where the word That's resides. Good. The word is always going to trump all this other stuff y'all be listening to. So um, today's topic, it's about prayer and um, entrepreneurship. Prayer and entrepreneurship. And so this morning... As I was just meditating on this topic, now we had several sessions together just talking about the content that we want to kind of present. And so in, in processing and taking all that in, I thought more about what I love about entrepreneurship because I really love the space, right? I would love to see um, the flow of people who have been called to operate in the space, right? I love to see the freedom of creativity and innovation Um, and what that brings to the life of a person. And I just love being around new ideas and new concepts. Mm -hmm. I really, really do. I get excited and I love seeing people actually manifest those ideas and concepts, right? And for me, when I look at the landscape of my walk with God, I believe it's in that space that God dwells. I believe God dwells in the entrepreneurial space. I really do. Because I believe that these spaces are what I call faith spaces because of what it's going to require. I believe these are spaces where faith is going to be activated, right? In order for you to manifest what God has given you, which is a seed, a vision or a dream to manifest in the earth. And so as I was thinking about this, the scripture that came to my remembrance was uh, Proverbs 8 and 12. You probably heard it before. It says, I wisdom dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty inventions. And you probably in some translations talk about witty um, ideas. And so when you look at that, prudence is the practical application of wisdom. It's you actually walking that thing out. But the scripture is saying that that prudence, that application leads to witty ideas and inventions. So what is a witty idea or invention? So I had to look that up. It's the knowledge of devices or intellectual capital. It's the genius of God at work. Because when God gives you a witty invention or idea, right, it's for God's glory and nothing else. And I think that's important for us to put out in the atmosphere as we talk about entrepreneurship. 
Entrepreneurship is a space where, yes, if God, uh, faith is activated, but it's a, it's a space where you become a conduit for God to be a difference maker in the earth. And so I kind of wanted to point that out. Um, one of the questions I think as we were talking was, how can we use, how can we be used wherever we are, even in the marketplace to glorify God? Now that was what came up initially when we were first talking is that question, but God kind of went back and kind of confirmed it for me when we talk about do all that you do to the glory of God. I think that's found in, in Colossians. That's that should be the sentiment or the mindset of a person who believe God is calling them um, to the marketplace and entrepreneurship. And so before we get a little deeper, we have a segment called Are the People Praying? And I'm going to turn it over to Joseph because I'm going to come back and give you some insight from a biblical view as he talked about talks about what's happening in the culture. Okay. Is I love what you was when you was talking about um, you know just the ideas and the wittiness and one of the things I was I was in the mall right and I got one of the stores had a clothes sign up right mm -hmm. and I was like y'all clothes in the middle of the day like like that I mean it's not like mall closing but y'all just closed and I read a little sign and it was like you know, we, we have alternate hours, this, that, mm -hmm. and the third. And so when you said the great um, resignation, it just hit me. Like, people are having a problem finding adequate help. Mm -hmm. Employees. Employees, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's this thing called the great resignation where people are resigning, relocating, reshuffling, mm -hmm. retiring. Mm -hmm. And so peop, employers are, since the pandemic, are having issues. It was a fall off before the pandemic, mm -hmm. but the pandemic re just revealed it even more because mm -hmm. now people are wanting to, since they've been sheltered in place, they feel like now is the time for me to do whatever I feel like I'm called to do or I'm in this place where, you know what, I can, um, I can work from home. I don't need it. I know within this past week, I know five people that have either resigned or found a job that calls for them to work at home, right? Or, and to travel abroad, take their laptop and work abroad, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, I think when you say, are the people praying, it's this thing of like people are praying, right? And their prayers are being answered, right? Because they are finding their, that creative space. Mm -hmm. they're, they're coming up with these witty ideas and corporate America is like, they got to fall suit because they can't find the help. So it's one of these things where in this great resignation, it's it's what are you called to do and making mm. sure you're doing that, mm. right? And that's where people are finding fulfillment. It sounds like there's a shift where I, I just think the pandemic, right, has brought like insight and revelation. 
and time for people to contemplate and meditate on purpose mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. what it what like what am I doing what am I here for I think mm-hmm. is the the biggest question and we've had time from being in isolation and couldn't go out and be out like we were in the hustle and bustle of life and when we're in a quiet space people are rethinking and reshifting their lives but I kind of wanted to make that connection with yes a lot of people are shifting and leaving nine to fives and but we also find a lot of people shifting from those nine to fives into entrepreneurship right mm-hmm. in their um, in their own business because this is the thing when you do what you're when you what you when you do what you love to do mm-hmm. and not do what you have to do because to make money it it money comes to you mm-hmm. you know and it's like and I tell people when you said faith journey, entrepreneurship is a faith journey, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if God can keep my business being an entrepreneur during the pandemic, I know there's a God. <laughs> you, you, don't have to, you don't have to convince me. You don't have to pump and prime me. All you have to do is grab the mic and say, God is good. And I'm going straight in because I'm thinking about two years, God, you've kept me. Mm-hmm. Two years in your business, in my business, right? Mm. I didn't go hungry, no foreclosure, no PPP loan, no, you know, <laughs> like God, you did that, right? And so, um, I, I know faith is a part, and mm. calling and entrepreneurship mm. are synonymous. Wow, no, I believe that. I believe that. So as I was talking about that shift happening, I believe there's a desire. Um, the people have a desire and a hunger to take more control over their lives with God and get into the flow of what I call divine creation. So, you know, God is a creator. He's the creator of all things. God produces. Now, we're made in the image of God, right? He takes something and makes it. Takes He takes nothing and makes something out of it, right? Um, one of the scriptures says he takes the non-existent. He takes the non-existent and bring it into existence. Mm. And I believe that's that's where entre- entrepreneurship falls. I mean, the scripture says faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So one of the things that I kind of wanted to throw out there is that, you know, some people say, you know, I'm a businessman or I'm a businesswoman, but there's a difference between a businessman and an entrepreneur, right? A businessman follows a set path of an unoriginal un- idea, but an entrepreneur, right, creates a, their own path with a new idea. Mm. So that's that. That for me is 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 relevant as we talk about where God plays in the scope of entrepreneurship in the marketplace, mm-hmm. he is wanting us to operate in a place of creation and mm-hmm. production and producing new things. And this is where that set apartness and that uniqueness um, comes in place. So I agree with you when we say there's a calling, mm-hmm. right? When we say there's a calling coming into play, mm-hmm. I believe you have to be called into entrepreneurship mm-hmm. because it's putting um, faith into action. I yeah. like what you said when you said plan. You know, a lot of times the 
the false misnomer is that one day you wake up and you just say, I'm going to start a business. I like to bake cookies, so I'm going to just start baking cookies, and I'm going to call everybody that I know want cookies, and I'm going to just start putting it out there. I'm going to mm-hmm. be a bake shop, right? And we go into it without a plan. You know, one thing I liked about, you know, um, the owner of Slutty Vegan mm-hmm. in Atlanta oh, yeah. was that she is on a path to provide entrepreneurs with a plan you know it's because she said I didn't have a plan Mm -hmm. I just I knew I had this I wanted to do this and I just went out and did it and look at the success of it Mm -hmm. but what about if she would have had somebody like herself to help mold you know she's a hundred million dollar business now Mm -hmm. but what where would she be if she would have had someone to kind of help coach her and mentor and push her along the way you know and so to see her now giving back you know to entrepreneurs and all the graduates of Clark Atlanta getting their own LLC you know I think that is major for her to partner with the bank and to provide people who want to be entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. with a plan Mm -hmm. you know a plan and I think that's what we Sometimes we we have the great idea and we have the calling, but but we lack the the coach around us or the mentorship to actually help us cultivate and bring about the, what the brand is supposed to be. No, that's you good. Know? It makes me think um, about how there really is no set way. Mm-hmm no perfect way to do a thing right Mm -hmm. you may go to get home one way but i may go a different way to your house to get you know to get there but that doesn't mean Mm -hmm. my way is wrong versus yours and doing the business that i'm currently doing i find often that because i'm a very a type personality Mm -hmm. i like order see i like i like things to be together a certain way but i constantly have to tell myself there could be a different way, Veronica. And sometimes, like this, the slutty vegan person, she didn't have a plan, right? But she got to, she mm. got on the glory. Yeah. But it happened. And mm. I'm not saying that to say that you don't need a, you don't need a plan. But I think that there is also a beauty in what you learn how it probably shaped her heart to even do what she's doing right now because of what she endured, you know, Mm -hmm. along the way, Mm -hmm. there's just like a sweetness, of course, combined with the sovereignty of God that orchestrates even you not being prepared. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I believe, you know, um, people, God places people in your life for a reason, Mm -hmm. right? And to help be like the midwife to what mm. you're going through. You know, mm-hmm. I look at I look at Minister Bird. I look at you. I look at varying ones. Then then yeah, rest in peace. You know, all of those individuals who embraced me, right, mm-hmm. and said, Joseph, you can do it. You know, do this, do this, do this, do this. And when I in myself was like, I heard God say, do this. But I'm like, no, I, no, I got light gas, water, rent. No, God. You, right. You know, who's saying start a business with nothing? <laughs> and God said, I formed the world out of nothing. Yeah. You know, and so here we are, you know, here eight years in business. 
because of people like you all who Mm -hmm. said, you know what, you can do it. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think you have to have that support system. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. I wanted to lift, though, you know, one of my favorite stories in the Bible. We talked about this a little bit found in Acts 16. There's an amazing woman by the name of Lydia. Uh, The scripture says that she was a dealer in purple. So she sold linens and um, she was traveling to uh, the capital of Macedonia, which is called Philippi. And she was an entrepreneur. And on her way there, what caught my attention was in the, the, the flow of doing her business, um, she interrupts her day because she sees these women by the river in a prayer meeting. And so instead of going about her day, what she does is get over to those women and she joins the prayer meeting. Well, at the prayer meeting, she didn't know that it was going to be some good preaching going on because the Apostle Paul shows up, right? And Paul shows up and gives a word. And the word of God says that the Lord opened to her heart when she heard the preached word. And I just feel like Lydia has some some um, things about her, some characteristics about her that I think an entrepreneur that's a believer called to the space of entrepreneurship have to have. And I kind of wanted to lift, lift those. One, she was open. You know, she had a heart that was open. And she understood, yes, she had business to do, but it was so much bigger than her, right? And what was amazing is she was searching for something. She knew she needed something, and she took advantage of what was in the atmosphere, and that was prayer, and she made prayer a part of who she was. Um, she She shared that experience that she had with God. It just didn't stop with her. She shared it. The Bible says she shared it with her whole household and the whole household became saved. And so when I look at that, when we look at entrepreneurs, excuse me, I believe that prayer, and it's been my experience, I'm sorry, y'all, should be the lifeline of an entrepreneur. Like if you call, if you're saying you're called to 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 live and manifest a dream from a seed that God has sown, you're gonna have to get in relationship with God. And the only way that you can get in relationship with God is through sweet communion of prayer. Right? Because that's where the conversations happen with God. So entrepreneurs, their lifeline should always be prayer. I mean, we see in Habakkuk when he was writing a dream, um, writing a vision, what God tells him to write the vision and make him plain, he had to get up on the rampart and go pray. You know, Jesus, before he goes and to be, uh, he goes into the wilderness to pray. It, it talks about him always stealing away. We see Moses goes up on the mountaintop to get the Decalogue. Like, as a entrepreneur leader, right, mm-hmm. your first go-to, your hub of support has to be prayer. And that's where I see prayer being interjected in when we talk about the the nature of this podcast, the nature of this podcast is to show how everyday living, you can't really do it without God. You got to have be connected by prayer. So I wanted to list that Mm. and that um, it is in that place. God reveals the secret things that you do not know. That's where he talk about you hear the preacher talk about the oracles of God. And so ideas for your business, when I talked about those witty inventions, when I talked about the genius of God, this is where you get your downloads. Mm -hmm. 
to do what you need to do, it's going to be in prayer. So I kind of wanted to put that out there. I was going to say in a, in a prayer for the entrepreneur don't have to be, it ain't all that deep. Mm. I'm, I'm going to tell you, it's, it's not all that deep. Because for me, sometimes prayer look like, Lord, I need a client. Mm. Just like that. Mm -hmm. I, mm -mm. Lord, I need it. I need a client mm -hmm. because first it's coming. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like serious conversation, mm -hmm. you know, and, and immediately either the phone rang or my email ding. Like that's kind of like that kind of connection, you know. The point is, is you tapping yes. into the source. Tapping into the source. And I think sometimes we, we as entrepreneurs, we kind of come back, we kind of, come back from prayer because we just kind of feel like it's this it's for it's for a different environment but it's in everything mm -hmm. acknowledging him in everything and he'll direct your path right right, right. no I, I agree so so as I talk about you know you know mindsets right that come with entrepreneurship when you called I think Veronica was in the space where I was talking about fixed and growth mindset um opportunity versus misfortune right and so I just kind of want to ask you guys because I kind of know your stories I kind of walked it with y'all but I want y'all to share with our listeners did you see clearly see God's call for you to transition from employee into entrepreneurship did you see that as an opportunity like what was the space and the mindset you're in I'm, I'm going to kind of let Veronica flow with that because I was kind of walking with you guys mm -hmm. and I just watched how God unfolded that thing. Well, the quick and concise answer is no. Didn't see it coming. <laughs> I did not see it coming. Um, but when I do think about the years prior to, in 2015, I got my DBA. I technically started my business in 2015. Mm -hmm. Our mutual friend Precious kept saying, Veronica, you need to start a business. But I couldn't see, even then mm -hmm. I couldn't see it. I went through some of the formalities, the steps, but I was so focused on ministry. I did the DBA, I did all the practical. I think she was my first client, but outside of that, I didn't push it. So it just sat there. Fast forward to 2021, I had to pick it back up, um, mm -hmm. which I really feel like my journey can be defined in three words, mm. unaware, unfamiliar, <laughs> and then the undertaking, mm -hmm. right? So I come back from maternity leave, um, which I literally worked all the way up until the day before I delivered. I was fine. No. Stuff needs to be done. I did it. I love my job. So I'm working. I took off three months um, to take care of my baby. And we're two weeks prior to my maternity leave being over. Of course, I have mixed emotions. I'm like, man, I feel like I just had my baby. And now it's time for me to go back to work. But I'm like, okay, it's cool. It's fine. I can go back to work. Well, I go back only to find out that my full-time role had been dissolved. It was no more. Um, so what that looked like for the organization was to bring me in as a contractor 
with a smaller role. Mm. So my income changed, right? But of course, I was still in the organization. I still had some source of income. I didn't like that. Didn't like it. I, I wanted to be where I was. I wanted to continue doing what I was doing. I was comfortable. I knew it. I was somewhat um, what I felt like in a subject matter expert. Um, it was a comfortable place. But hindsight is always twenty twenty, right? Mm. I didn't want it then, but I want it now. Wow. Um Unless God has something planned that he ain't told me about, I will never go back to a full-time dynamic. Mm -hmm. I will stay mm -hmm. in business for myself because I do understand now I have a different kingdom assignment. Um, so even Ooh, in my frustration. What you just said, kingdom. Oh, yeah. So that that's the shift there from employee that I believe entrepreneurs, that's a kingdom Assignment. It, it is, is a it definitely it is. is and even my passion is so it's pushed more when it's purpose in mm. what I'm doing like when the Lord gives me ideas I literally have a list of things mm -hmm. and I'm just like okay I'm gonna check them off eventually mm. but they're there and I'm believing that they will happen um but over the course of a year and a half my frustration um it wasn't quickly, but my frustration transitioned to gratefulness mm. because at the end of the day, I had to remind myself, well, Veronica, your ex-employer is now your first client. Wow. Your ex-employer is now helping you start your business, change your perspective. Mm. So I transitioned from being unaware to now I'm in an unfamiliar territory. Mm -hmm. I'm my own boss, planning my own day, doing my own thing with a toddler mm -hmm. at home. With no guidebook. With no guide, No book, manual. No nothing. So your job had, they got standard operating procedures. See, all of that stuff, right? <laughs> so I went into this space of how do I do this? Mm -hmm. How do I be a wife? How do I be an entrepreneur? How do I be a mother? How do I be a friend? How do I be a sister? Um, and over the course of time, I realized that I was dealing with depression. Mm. Also realized that I had postpartum anxiety. So on top of my work life shifting, everything else you in shifted as well. A major season of transition really for me was a valley. Um, and I'm so grateful for <laughs> a working husband mm. who is also a provider a loving husband mm -hmm. and a kind God. Um, and I had amazing friends. Mm -hmm. I have people in my life that know God, mm -hmm. that trust God, that have been where I am. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't unfamiliar for them. Um, so I was grateful to have so many people pouring into me. Unfortunately, in the real time moment, I couldn't grasp it all because I was in a really dark place. And it wasn't until about a month ago when I decided to release publicly the what I was really ashamed of, because I'm like, I'm Veronica, like, I don't have this kind of issue. Like, I know God, I love God, I talk to God like this isn't 
a cross that I want to publicly bear, but literally sitting at home one day, the Lord was like, no, you're going to tell it because you don't want to tell it. And I'm going to show you how I'm going to deliver you after you tell it. Like literally, Mm. literally the night that I shared um, some very personal Mm. things, you know, um, the next day, I thought it was so crazy. I was looking out the window downstairs. I Mahogany had finished breakfast. I was washing a few dishes. It's a flower, like on the fence, random place, beautiful, bloomed. It. I just began to see God in just the smallest little pockets, and I just felt like it was him saying, thank you. Thank you for handing it over and quit trying to bear it yourself. Like, because another thing I feel like even with entrepreneurship, we struggle with control. Like we yes. want to, we want it to work the way we want it to work. And mm-hmm. when we're good at it, we know what to make it do. So why is it not doing what we want it to do? Um, but there was just so much and about a month ago I released and it's just, it's been not, it ain't, it's not like everything has ceased and everything, you know, I have a floodgate of clients, but it's not about that. Mm. It's about my soul, man. Cause mm. I know God is more concerned about my salvation. He's more concerned about my eternity and he's more concerned about me contributing to the other people that I'm around, you know, like the testimony continuing and even the unfamiliar now, I feel like in that moment transition to the undertaking, mm-hmm. the full acceptance of this is where I am. This is where I am. This is who I am. And I'm going to take each day one at a time mm-hmm. and I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to embrace. Yeah, I'm dealing with depression, but I also can come out of it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm having issues with anxiety, but I can come out of that, too. So mm-hmm. my perspective, my mindset just has gradually changed. And when I look at where I was then, thanking God for my first client, mm-hmm. now I have seven. Wow. My first. <laughs> and now I have and my goal is 10. If I can have 10 clients annually, my business can function successfully. I have three people on my team Mm. before it was just me. So seeing God like God, like even when you was unfamiliar, unaware, I was working, orchestrating. And it's like I open my eyes and I'm like, oh, I'm here now. Like this is this is where I am. And it's sweet. It's sweet. It's sweet. I can have vision. I can document the freedom it in it. I can have freedom. It's to a do freedom. It. I'm not in somebody to else's move garden. Move about the building. I'm in my own garden. <laughs> yeah, doing so it nice. my way. That's yeah. so good. Yeah, that's so good. Amazing story. Amazing story. Thank you. So, mm-hmm. Joe, you told us a little bit about yours early on, but tell us, like, did you see? I walked with you too. Mm-hmm. Yes. This as an opportunity, right? Or what mm. did you see it as misfortune? No, I I saw it, right? Initially. Okay, so mind you, I was fully employed, right? Right. Doing the work of the Lord. I'm fully employed. And God was like, start your own business. And I was like, mm. Okay, I'm gonna get a few clients on this side. You know, you just you know, I, I have a little free time. You know, I'm I'm gonna just try to work a few clients and let's see, let's chart the waters, let's see if this is really what you want me to do. I had a few clients and all of a sudden, employer came and said, "Well, um, we we are we're looking to." We have a budget constraints. We want to um, lay you off. And I said, 
hmm. And the Lord was like, well, you're going to start the business now, right? I was like, okay. I don't know. I was like, I got a few clients, so okay, maybe I can still kind of float with that. Let's see. Well, make a long story short, the two clients that I had when I got released, they said they no longer wanted their contracts. So hmm. I said, now wait a minute, God. Now you said you wanted me to start a business. I get laid off. In the same moment that I got laid off, my uncle passed, who was like a father. So I'm dealing with grief, layoff, and now the two clients that I had said, no longer. I'm like, but you want me to start a business? God said, I formed the world out of nothing. I want you to do it. I'll never forget, I called Danielle. Mm. God, she's going to be with the Lord now. And she said, Joseph, do this, go get your DBA. I'm, a, I'm logging on to QuickBooks. I done signed you up for QuickBooks. You gonna do this, you gonna do that. And me and, me and um, her husband at the time was like, we're, we're gonna be your first client. And I was like, okay, but they're still not gonna pay no bills. <laughs> you know, I'm still looking like, okay, but this hey, not this, working. This, this ain't not, gonna be enough. This not gonna be enough. Make a long story short, fast forward. Go through that. Bird called me. Winter Patterson called me. Ramon called me. So all of these people start affirming that this is the time for me to do it. And I think as entrepreneurs, when you when you answer the call of God, mm -hmm. you got to make sure you are surrounded with the right people. It is important mm -hmm. that the people that you are surrounded with are faith believers, mm -hmm. right? That they are mm -hmm. because this is a faith journey, as we said, right. right? So you have to have those people in your corner that believe God with you, right? That happened. Fast forward. We are now eight years this year being in business for myself, mm -hmm. right? When I went to go get my business account the person said to me joseph you have to have a certain amount in this account or you're gonna get fees and i said wait a minute god and <laughs> you said start a business i don't have no clients now you're saying open up an account that i gotta keep money in at a certain level I'll never forget, I'm driving home, and the Lord said to me, because you obeyed me, it will never run dry. You have never paid a fee. In eight years, You've I've never, never paid, the paid the fee. My Lord. Never. God has always provided. He said, Joseph, just like you, he said, change your perspective. Mm -hmm. Your employer, your client, is not your resource. Mm. He said, I'm provider. You say Jehovah Jireh, you sing it in church, you, you doing all this. He said, I'm gonna show you what provider. He said, if I not take care of the beast of the field, the bird of the air, will I not take care of you, right? And so I'm just like, okay, God, God, God. So eight years, it hasn't been like you. It hasn't been like, oh, just a wealth of clients and just money running, da, 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 da. But I have not seen 
I have not had to go to a family member and say, can I get a loan? I have not said, I have not, you know, been like, mm -hmm. float me, please help me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it hasn't been that. But in, in, in granted, it ain't been caviar and ain't been steaks every day, mm -hmm. but it has been exactly the course that God has wanted me on. And I like you, unless God says something else, okay, then mm -hmm. I'm, I'm open to whatever God's saying for my life. But entrepreneurship has shown me and has taught me what God's voice sounds like what his hand feels like mm -hmm. and how he moves in my life. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It has shown me that. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I just want to publicly say thank you. Thank you. Thank y'all for being friends. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I felt like I felt the song, you know, oh, thank yeah. you for being a friend. I, thank because, you for being a friend. Right. Traveling down the road and back Traveling again. Traveling Yeah. Y'all done it. And, <laughs> and, and it has been that. And, mm -hmm the shoulder to crown, mm. the, the person to pray through. Mm. I'll never forget, and you, you probably <laughs> remember this, when the employer asked me for that laptop back, <laughs> this baby was on the phone. And the reason I had a moment in that moment was because little did they know was I had just gotten off the phone with the people that said, we want to take your contract. Now you want to take the laptop. Now you, so it's like all of these things back to back was being stripped, right, of me. And I had this moment, and that's why it's, it, it, it pays for you to have friends that are tapped in. Mm -hmm. Because this baby went to praying mm -hmm. and began to binding and began to say, Joseph, you're going to be, it's, it's well, it's well, speaking into that phone. If she would not have been in that moment, mm -hmm. With me in that moment, I don't know where my headspace would have been. You know what I'm saying? So it's important in entrepreneurship, it's important as you go through this journey mm -hmm. that you surround yourself with people mm -hmm. that are faith believers like you. Mm -hmm. Well, I have a few things I want to leave. This has been so good. I enjoy, enjoyed having this conversation. But I have a few things I think we should leave with our listeners today. Um, if you're here uh, you're listening and you believe you, you, you're sensing a call, right? To leave where you are, right? And move into a place of entrepreneurship. I believe that there are some things you should be praying about and trying to hear God's heartbeat for. I believe there are some things. And the first thing I think, you should always check your motivation, Right. Check why you're doing it. And, and I think Joseph talked about it earlier. It can't be about the paper chase. It cannot be. This should be a God movement. This should not be a Amen. scheme, but a dream. It should not be a good idea, but a God idea. Mm -hmm. Right. Matthew 633 tells us, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all that other stuff going to chase after you. Right. And. The other thing is, and I think y'all spoke of this, entrepreneurship is a kingdom mindset. Mm. It is so beyond the walls of where you reside. It's about getting into a space where you can reach beyond and do something bigger than you ever thought you could be able to do. So you're gonna have to change your perspective 
when it comes to where you are when you're an entrepreneur. Find out how you can serve as opposed to how you can sell. Hmm. Because we, we trying to figure out these strategies, these tips and tactics to sell something. If you just serve who God has given you in the field, everything. Listen, Veronica has been serving under me in leadership for as far as I can remember. The start. The start. I started at the, with the grant. Listen, if you just serve, serve your way. He says, who is the greatest among you? That's that the one who serves. Oh, so yeah. that's that's important. And know that an entrepreneur is a difference maker. You are a different mm -hmm. maker. What difference? The question you should be asking, what difference does your business make in the world, in the lives of the people that you're going to engage with? What difference are you making? <clears throat> and then last to. Uh confirm or reiterate what Joseph said, who is your support team? Who are those God is going to use to help you get to the next place in your journey? Who do you need to tap into for knowledge? The Bible speaks of seeking a multitude of counsel. Uh, who are your potential partners? Um, who are your vision carriers? Like who are these people? And then most importantly, this should be ongoing, should always be perpetuating and learning and mastering your craft, right? As a difference maker, you want to provide excellence alongside your expertise. So what are the trends? What are the best practices, right? You should always be bringing something light, new, um, the favor of God to the table when you walk in the room. So I kind of want to leave y'all with that. So listen, thanks so much for joining us on the Prayer Works podcast today. I truly hope something that we said um, enlightened you, empowered you, inspired you to, to not only pray, but live the life that Christ died to give you. He told us in John, I come to give you life and give you life to the full. So what I want you to do is go over and check us out on the prayerinstitute.com website. We have tons and tools of resources there. Uh, we put out a monthly prayer guide for you to look at. Um, we're offering a prayer 101 class if you want to get into the know on how to pray the model prayer. Right. And I'm really excited about this. We have a new amazing T-shirt. Uh, the Rise and Pay T-shirt is so beautiful. Go and get you one. Um, and yeah, tons of stuff over there. Enjoy being with you uh, today. Um, until next time. Until next time. Until next time. Great job, you guys. Take the world by prayer. All right. Thank you for listening to the Prayer Works Podcast. For more information or to purchase the book, Praying to Change Your Life by Suzette Caldwell, please visit our website at prayerinstitute.com. And follow us on social media at Praying to Change. Until next time, remember, prayer works.